Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's time for the Sunday service. This is a bonus program for listeners of the Green Industry Podcast interested in learning more about the Bible and what it means to have a relationship with the Lord. Paul Jameson shares his passion for knowing God and believes that no matter how badly you've messed up in life, God loves you and wants you to know Him. Today's episode is not sponsored content and does not necessarily represent the views and or opinions of the advertisers heard on the Green Industry Podcast. You are welcome to send a direct message to Paul on Instagram with your questions and comments. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. And now here's the Sunday service with Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul, and I want to let you know something very special is happening on tomorrow's episode. We are kicking off the Florida Road Tour. That is right. Just packed up my suitcase and uh, all the Roadcaster equipment and and, uh, everything we're taking along on the journey. What we're not taking along is the best producer in the biz. That's because he's going to stick around here. We had the cleaning services come this week. We got everything dusted for Mr producer he cleaned up and looking spiffy so he'll be uh enjoying the place to himself quarterbacking the show and we're going to be traveling all across the state of florida bringing you value-packed interviews we got folks like alan hayne brian fullerton caleb allman many 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 more from the hard space hardscaping lawn care landscaping space it's going to be really really fun and we hope that you are subscribed to the green industry podcast so you can enjoy these episodes in the weeks ahead it's probably going to be about two months total the florida tour because we have so many episodes we're going to be getting for you mr producer gonna be taking care of all the back end work there and uh, we'll be publishing them for weeks and weeks ahead here throughout uh, february and march for those listening in real time all right Here's the story for today. And before I read the story, just know this is probably one of the most popular stories in the history of the world. It's it's Jesus in rare form. And what he does when he tells a story is he has a bunch of different circumstances that the characters go through. And as the story unfolds, Jesus is revealing to us a part of God's heart. And so I just love this story. Without further ado, here's Jesus. Like I said, he is just crushing it here with his storytelling and behind the story is a lot of hidden messages. So let's see if we can pick up what he was putting out there. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told him this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. I was going to stop right there and I'll let Jesus story continue because this just irritates me. Imagine if you're a father, imagine your son coming up to you and saying, dad, give me all your money now. And I don't care about you. 
I mean, that's what this, that's what the story starts off with. The, the son tells the father, give me my inheritance now, which means I don't care if you're alive or dead. I just want your money. I mean, that is a punch in the gut, especially if you're a father who loves your son to have your son throw you under the bus and show his true colors that all he was after was your physical materialistic goods, the, the, the money. Ouch. Exactly. It's painful way this story starts off. The, the, fa- the father just gets stabbed in the back by his son. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. It's a very interesting move on the father there. Verse 13. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. You can just imagine what wild living is, right? Little Vegas action, right? Well, wild living, the money gone. Verse 14, about the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. That's one of the most daggering phrases in the scripture. When the son, after spending his money on the prostitutes, on the wild living, he, verse 17 says, he finally came to his senses. He finally came to his senses. Friend, have you come to your senses in life? Have you recognized what this prodigal son recognized? He needs his father. He needs God. He came to his senses. He realized, you know what? Doing it my father's way, doing it God's way, it's a lot better than this disaster I've I've created. Verse 18, after he comes to his senses, He says, I will go home to my father and say, father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. And I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. Now, friend, where do you think the father's going to say? The son stabbed him in the back, took the money, ran off with the money, blew it on, prostitutes and and wild living. Will the father say, get lost? Verse 20. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. His son said to him, father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. I wonder how long the the son prepped that speech on his journey back to the father. And I wonder how, how long the father longed for his son to return. 22. But his father said to the servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger sandals for his feet and kill the calf 
we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for this son of mine was dead and now he has returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house and he asked one of the servants, what's going on? Your brother's back, he was told. And your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even a young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. Friend, I'm telling you in 2004, I was lost. I was deep in the dominion of darkness and I was found by Jesus Christ. He opened up my eyes and he showed me the reality of eternity. Hell is real. It's not, it's real. The, the flames of hell are real. The, the, the uh, gnashing of teeth that Jesus talks about and the torment in hell, it is real. And there was a sobriety that hit me in June of, 20, of 2004 where the, the, the fear of God fell on my life and I realized I need Jesus. And I cried out to God in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, in Atlanta, Georgia, ultimately in Canton, Ohio. It was, it was, a, it was a week long, uh, a couple week long uh, adventure in God where I, I said, God, I need you. And he opened my eyes and he saved my soul. And there's been multiple moments since then where I've come to my senses again and again and again and have told God, God, I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. I've, I repent and I've been in that prodigal son's shoes. And I had to humble myself before God and ask him to forgive me. And guess what he does when our heart genuinely repents? This, this son that went out and blew his money on the prostitutes, he had a genuine repentance. He had a real turning away. He wasn't going back to Vegas. He wasn't going back to the sins. He was going to his father's house. And this time he realized, like they said, you never know what you got until it's gone. He realized what he had. And this time he savored it. He appreciated it. He took his relationship with God serious. Friend, have you come to your senses? Have you realized What's he at say at stake with eternity? It's heaven or hell. The battle is raging for your soul, my friend. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us to come to our senses. Any area in our life, any hidden compartment of our life, God, where we are still on the throne, God, where we are still rebelling against you, God. I ask that you would shine light on that area right now, Father. Right now, shine your light. Even as I, I speak this, I, I just hear the word pornography. There's somebody that's you've been engaging in pornography and, and the Lord's giving you a window of time to turn away from that. Whether you got to throw your laptop in the computer, get rid of whatever device is, is plugging you in there, uh, whatever subscription, whatever, uh, cut ties with it now. 
now, now, now it's destroying your life. There's a moment of coming to your senses and saying, God, I repent for looking at, at what is profane. I, I, re- I repent for looking at sin. The, the, the demons are coming in through that gate and destroying your, your future and your family. Father, I ask if there's any other hidden area for anyone listening right now, God, that you would break in with light and truth and freedom in the name of Jesus, God. The, the prodigal son ran home to apologize and to repent, but the father, when he saw him a far way off, he ran and greeted the son, God. And we know that you are, we draw near to you, God, and you'll draw near to us, Father. And I just repent if there's anything in my life, God, that's not pleasing to you, God. Search me, oh God. Purify me, God. Cleanse me. that I may appreciate what we have, God. You're a good, good father. Help us, God, to put you first in every area of our life in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Amen.